Podfellas Podcast. I was born ready. As he was for the full erection. <laughs> full Welcome. set of hair. Full, yeah, full set of hair, and I'm not talking about his head. <laughs> <laughs> that boy sure is grown up quick. Got hairy peaches of what? Welcome back to the Oddfellas Podcast. It's been a minute. Don't Two call minutes. it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback because that's basically jinxing it. Um, we are supposed to start about uh, 15 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago. Um, but it is summertime and this is Studio Mosquito. And I, I, yesterday I was helping Ryan out here in his, with his car. So I have all the scars. Damn. And um, so today I was like, dude, <laughs> it's going to happen again. <laughs> you know, you do it once and it's like, you can kind of deal with it, but you keep doing it like day after day. Yeah. They start to build on each other. You're just like, uh, you feel like a leper. You're like, uh, <laughs> open wounds everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we went to go get some off spray from uh, CBS real quick to uh, kind of keep the deep woods. Because that means that it repels chiggers. It repels chiggers, whatever chiggers are. Listen. What is chiggers, bro? Look, so, let's look it up. You know, uh, mosquitoes, ticks, biting flies, gnats, and chiggers. That's a bold claim. And then another thing we found out, too, is we bought the off-backyard candle. Turns out, it's right on the label, it says, not intended to repel mosquitoes. What so why, do, it for? <laughs> why did we buy it? For? <laughs> I mean, maybe it does work. Maybe they just can't claim that. But Maybe they got in trouble for that, and they're like, we can't claim that it'll repel them, but it does help. Maybe. There might be some sort of a legal issue there, but I, I swear that it, it was it sounds working like last it. time. Yeah, I mean, we had bond you, two. you brought one. You yeah. brought a couple, or no? No, I think you you have one, and I had one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then... And we combined they, them they, they were to form Ultron. <laughs> to form the age of Ultron <laughs> <laughs> against the mosquitoes. Uh, but yeah, we got we got geared up. And uh, did, did you uh, get any four one one on what the chiggers are? Yes, sir. I found it right here. Chigger is a species of mite that oh. are close relative to spiders and ticks. They are microscopic. Oh shit! And are almost invisible to the naked eye. Oh shoot! They hatch from eggs or larvae. Uh, and they feed on skin tissue of a host, human or animal. Oh, and then, damn. Uh, yeah, they basically become into an adult mite. I so chiggers are a serious thing. Apparently, yeah. It's it's. Uh, I am. Yeah, it looks looks something like this. It looks red. It looks like a red dust mite, like a yeah, red dust mite. Yeah, basically, it looks like exactly like a red dust mite. They live up to 50 to 70 days. Man, you forget how, like, short the lifespan of some insects really is. I know. Isn't there, like, a fly that only lives, like, 24 hours? Yeah, the human or the, the house fly. The, normal. the common one? Yeah, the, the common house fly. around yeah. here? I swear like, them sons of bitches have been around for weeks. Yeah. Is it just different ones? I think it's just different ones. Fuck. Imagine that, though. Living for a day? But, like, you have the perspective of, like... I mean, of like this is a lifetime. So like when the sun, well, I mean, when from, the sun sets, I how does that work? Because is it larva to maggots. death? 
So oh, from maggots to to death is like a full day? I doubt it. That that seems a little far fetched. Right. It has to be from like when they actually form to when they die. When they grow you know, wings. I, I, I swear we've we've had like fucking it's disgusting. But we've had maggots in our fucking trash cans. Oh yeah. And I swear those motherfuckers were around for a while. Yeah, no, it's and it fucking reeks like oh, yeah. death. Yeah, I think it's one time when our, our fridge broke and we had to throw away a bunch of meat. Yeah, <laughs> and the motherfuckers were in there, and I was like, Jesus Christ! We I moved the trash can to pull it out, and it just it looked like a horror movie. Yeah, it's usually what happens. Leftover but, food or something. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll get into it and uh, they'll they'll uh, reproduce, but. Anyways, we're here in uh, the studio. It's hot. We're going through a heat wave, I guess. It's like a humid heat yeah, wave. Yeah, it's fucking like 90-something when I got off of work. Then I, was... I don't even like to look at the temperature anymore. Because I feel like if you look at it, you, you'll you start to be like, fuck, 90-something. It's like it's you already in your head. It. Yeah, it's yeah. in your head, and you're like, oh, man. But yeah. usually when I don't think about it, I'm like, that was not too bad. And then you're like, that, dude, it was like 98. I was like, really? I'm glad it's over then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was supposed to last over to for about a month, right? Up to yeah. a month. This Dude, is, I stepped this out. Is El Nino. Yeah, I stepped out for um, my quick ten minute break at work. Was, <laughs> You're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like maybe like two thirty. It was fucking horrible. You, Over there you, is worse. Where you're at? Yeah. In uh, Hacienda uh, Heights area? Yeah, like uh, Industry, yeah. West Covina. That, that's, it gets like... Because there's nothing but asphalt everywhere. It's just like a flat, nasty, mm-hmm. disgusting thing. Where we moved to in Tustin, the, the, you know, the beach is like 15 minutes away. Lucky son So we, we get a breeze <laughs> that's like, we still get, that's still pretty cool. So that that helps out, but as soon as I'm driving home, I'm like it starts to like. Oh my god! Uh, do you have AC in your car? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I'm good. able to. Yeah, no, the AC helps a lot because uh, it gets rid of the humidity. Yeah, my my girlfriend's AC doesn't work, oh, no. so she's sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's when really it hitting like me. But she, uh, I feel for her, man. I feel for her. When you lower the windows and it just doesn't help. Yeah, it just <laughs> makes like, it worse. <laughs> it's like just blowing hot air and shit. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, that's terrible. But yeah. Fuck this heat wave. Climate change is real. <laughs> Climate change has has been real. It's a, has been. Yeah. So I went over to San Diego... I've been going uh, to TJ to get my dental work. Uh, San Diego. San Diego. Which, of course, is Spanish for whale's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It could just mean St. Diego. St. Diego? No, uh, this is not right. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, about, about like a month ago, I woke up with a really bad toothache. Ugh. Like, horrible, dude. Yeah. My whole left side of, of my face was swollen. I couldn't sleep, uh, and I called out. I called out of work. It was a Tuesday. Yeah, it's no way, sir. Yeah. 
but that week, the the Saturday, the weekend before that that Tuesday, um, it was it was hurting, not as bad, but it was it was pretty hurting. And uh, so that Tuesday, I called out, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going straight to to the dental spot." And um, my uh, boss had uh, recommended me this spot. He took his mom there to get some dental work. Mm. Um, it's in uh, TJ. And uh, recently, I, I had received my passport and stuff like that. So I was like, fuck it. Well, the reason why we got the passport <laughs> right. is to, 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 to go do, to TJ. Yeah, to do the dental. And now that I have it, I just kind of lagging it. <clears throat> and then the toothache happened. So I was like, fuck it. I'm, we're just going to go. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's, so he's all like, yeah, dude, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, you know, you walk in and, uh, you're going to just, uh, park your car outside in the U S and then you walk in and then you get a taxi and like, make sure you get a taxi that has a green stripe mm-hmm. and, um, like any on, other, like on the door or, or yeah, what do you, what do you like mean? on the car? There's like a, a wrap. Oh, so yeah. the car itself has a green stripe. Yeah. So basically, I think like uh, from the the top of the car to like the door, and it's, oh, okay. you'll see it. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like, "You won't miss it." There's 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 a couple other tax agencies, but you'll you won't miss it. So I was like, "All right, cool." It's like, but make sure you don't get anything else. And I was like, Jeez. "Why?" <laughs> it's like, just trust me. Well, what if I like yeah. to have fun? <laughs> So then, fuck it, we, we did it, we, uh, we, you know, we we walked over to the border, and we got through, we went through the gates, and then um, there was a couple people ahead of us, and they took all the taxis, and I was like, shit, and bricks, because, like, there's other taxis, uh, all-white taxi, and then, like, another burgundy taxi, yeah. but there are no more green stripe <laughs> taxis, so I was like, fuck, and then as we were walking out of the area there happens to be a guy and he was like oh where are you guys going and i was like oh um so we're going to washington uh that's the dental place and he's like all right i got you and he's like oh what are you driving yeah what color is <laughs> yeah, your car what color is your car <laughs> he's like oh it's this one and i was like, all right cool and it had a green stripe uh, but it was hidden and i was like oh, all right i'm not shitting bricks anymore so we got in the car and uh you know everybody in TJ fucking drives aggressively, dude. Oh like, shit! Like, like India. It's, yeah, it's it's a green light. I mean, it's a yellow, it's a red, but it's all subjective, you know. Like, it's kind of like start slowing down when it's red. Yeah, it's like you you could do whatever the fuck you want. If you can, if you think you can make it, you do. You, you can make it. <laughs> yeah, you do you, boo boo. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. Uh, I mean, I, I I've been down there, but I had. I guess that reminded me of like how aggressive how they are. <laughs> yeah, and then Tiff, it was her first time, and so she was like, "Holy shit, dude!" She was no. like gripping my arm and shit. She was like, "Oh, she wasn't yeah. ready." <laughs> and we get there, dude, and uh, so yeah, they're like straight up, you know, straight to business. Like, why are you, why are you here? So I have a toothache. All right, let's fucking put you in the fucking room. Let's see what the fuck's up. Yeah, took the x-rays, did everything. I was like, all right, well, it looks like you're going to need a root canal. I was like, you want to do it? Yes or no? Okay, yeah. All right. (laughs) There's people waiting. Come on. (laughs) It's like I I made the comment to my girlfriend, to Tiff. I was like, they're kind of like 
you know, when you go over to, I, I've never experienced this, but in the movies, it's like, you want to fuck or not? You know, like, you, I got <laughs> yeah, people. Like, come on, why are you here? You want to yeah. fucking just jiggle my balls? I want to come or come <laughs> exactly. on, come on. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, dude, really quick. Fucking, you're in the chair, x-rays. Do you want to do this? Yes or no? Fucking bang, bang, five minutes in, they're already drilling in your fucking teeth. Holy shit. And so, yeah, um, the whole procedure was probably like an hour. They took care of the teeth. They fucking took out all the fucking, the dead stuff in my tooth. Mm. And then they sewed me back up. It wasn't sewing. <laughs> they patched me back up. They yeah. put a fucking crown. And then they sent my ass on my way. Uh, go on. Fucking four or five hours later, we were back in L.A. And we had left around 6 a.m., got there around 8, the two-hour fucking process. And then, uh, like, about another hour to, like, cross the border. Uh, we were home by, like, 3 or 4, 3, 4. And I was just like, dude, like, this is, this is crazy. Like, it was so quick, bro, like... I've always been afraid of needles. Yeah, yeah. And I've always been afraid of the dentist. Yeah, yeah. So hands down, like, I didn't want to do this. I've been putting this on a back burner because right. fuck dentists. Yeah. And fuck needles, you know? So, <laughs> like, I knew uh, that I was going to need a fucking root canal. And I was yeah. shitting bricks because I knew that we're going to have to put a big-ass needle yeah. in my fucking mouth. And, uh, yeah, that's what they ended up fucking doing. This guy pulled out a fucking needle. Huge motherfucker. Like, like I'm pointing at, I'm grabbing the fucking, <laughs> the off spray. Can, yeah. And it's like, like, probably about this big. Obviously not that thick, but the needle's huge, bro. And he lifts up my cheek. He puts the needle, like, kind of, like, rested on my cheek. And then he lets go of my cheek. And then just the weight of my cheek pierces oh, that's itself what goes in yeah yeah and then i feel nothing like no pain i don't even nothing then he's like all right uh we're gonna fix the table because or the chair because the chair was like not reacting when they were pushing it to, for me to go back so i was like we're gonna have you sit in the waiting area for a bit five minutes later my fucking mouth goes numb i don't feel any pain whatsoever yeah. and then it's like, all right fucking chairs fix let's fucking put you fucking in there and start drilling dude i didn't feel shit there's maybe like four four times where i kind of winced like i was like oh shit like and that was when they were actually digging the, the, out the deep in there yeah when they were digging out the root oh, shit. and um yeah that was it bro like best fucking dental experience i've ever had in my life now the yes. real question how much it costs oh my god this is my favorite part bro <laughs> so the trip the gas the f going over it still be cheaper to get shit done there than out here yeah because I, I got quoted like thirty five thousand. yeah or 3500 my bad not thousand you know yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say that's like a going rate yeah th 3500 so 3500 yeah to get the work done here. And that, that's not including the meds or nothing. So I paid 800 bucks out of pocket for to get my root canal, 
to get like a zirconia crown which is like supposed to be like the top of the notch like two-year warranty oh, looks natural fucking everything yeah. shebang um crown for 800 bucks and super quick status bro they they gave me the meds um i had to pay like 20 bucks for the meds and that's it Fuck. the only shitty part is going over there you have to go there. yeah <clears throat> but yeah 800 bucks versus 3500 it's no way dude and then last week uh, was my second visit to get the impression because they couldn't do the impression the first day there because I was so swollen. Right. Um, so I had to go back um, and uh, we're like, fuck it. They're so like quick. What are we going to do afterwards? You know, yeah. like, so we're like, well, fuck it. Let's go to San Diego. So we en- ended up going to uh, Stone Brewery. Ah, I see your yeah. thingy. Yeah, I'm pointing out my hydro flask. Uh, but we ended up going to Stone Brewery, and if you were to package the visit, the gas, the drive, everything, plus the Stone flask. Brewery, it'd it, still be cheaper. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. It's oh so worth it, God, man. Oh, my God, dude. And, yeah, man, it's it's so incredible because now, like, I've been t- telling my parents because they got to get their dental work done. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you guys need to go over there. Like it's it's worth it, and I mean, hands down, bro. Like, it was probably one of the best experiences. You know, I wonder what what did it. Well, I understand the money side. Yeah, but I also wonder why isn't there like a competitive American alternative that can keep up with that kind of like work? Like, you, if you imagine like a, a guy like that coming over here who's quick, like just freaking like let's get in, let's get out. None of this, like, uh, you know, having you wait with the fucking seat uncomfortably way too back. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, the dents will be in, like, a little bit. And you're just uh, fucking laying there, like, uh, yeah. And then he comes in. He's like, yeah, well, uh, it's going to be about uh, $4,000. Yeah. Uh, so you'd think, why isn't there a competitive American version of that? I have no idea, man. It makes no sense. Because if, they, if they're getting clients in like that and getting them out quick yeah. you're making the money in volume for sure dude so it doesn't matter if if you're you know taking a lot hell even let's say 1200 1500 bucks you're still making half the money but you're making more than in tj and people are still going to be flocking to you because yeah. it's like 1500 is nothing compared to you know and then they don't have to drive to tj yeah so you'd think that there'd be a dentist somewhere that's, like, legitimate in the United States that can be like, you know what, let me just do that. I think it's, it has to do with, like, oh, well, it's a premium because, of course, it's it's American, you know, or, like, we're here in America. and they, you know, they've. I don't know that it's better in America. Well, it's, it's not. The I mean, sons of bitches will put the bare minimum of fucking numbing shit in there until you're like, fuck, it hurts. And then they're like, all right, we'll give you a little more. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you sons of bitches. I don't want to waste it. You yeah. know? You're like, this is for pop-up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I don't know what, what the, why there isn't a, like a competitor out here. Like, it makes oh, sense. Like, especially because like the, I feel like it has to be that way mm-hmm. because they're both making money out of it. Both 
Right, yeah. You know? Somehow, some way, they're making money that, that's not really uh, visible to the naked eye. Right, you know? yeah. But I, I feel like it's just dumb to charge people this much. It's it's ridiculous. Dude. It's ridiculous. <sighs> I mean, even with insurance. I mean, insurance itself is fucking expensive. Unless yeah, it your doesn't company cover shit. It to you, and it covers x-rays. Yeah. <laughs> It'll cover x-rays and then up to, like, $300 worth of work and then everything else yeah. out of pocket. No. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a joke, really, of insurance really isn't much. Dude, so, you know, um, excuse me. My boss is like, oh, if you go, if you take someone, tell them to do a checkup. And uh, the checkup includes... Like a you know regular checkup and yeah. then X-rays and then like a basic cleaning oh, for okay. free. Yeah, for free. Who does that shit? We don't do that shit here. Hell no. You so I was pay. like, you know, cool. Like I told I told Tiff like, hey, you know, you don't have to get any work done. Just get your checkup for free, and if you want to, like, it's on you. And uh, she ended up getting some stuff done. Um, but yeah, it was fucking super quick dude like super quick affordable as fuck and you know you can tack on you can make a whole day trip out of it and still be cheaper <laughs> you know oh so, god but yeah yeah stone brewery was a shit too though man i been mean, you went which one did you go to the uh the escondido one escondido one it's like a really bougie one with like the restaurant that's yeah. not the one. Wait, Escondido, Escondido, Escondido. I believe it's Escondido. It's not like in the city, right? Like the. No, um, it's kind of like off to the side and like is in a shopping center with a bunch of other like stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I know which one you're talking about. It's off the five and I don't remember what the, the street. But yeah, it was fucking beautiful, dude. Like the, the, only, the one thing that. And I don't, I don't blame Stone for this, but the only bad thing that I experienced there was when we arrived, you know, we're sitting down, um, we're getting explained by the, the, the staff. They're like, oh, have you guys been here before? And we're like, oh, no, this is our first time. It's like, oh, that's awesome. Like, welcome. You know, so they're telling us about the menu and stuff like that. And then some white lady comes over and so says, like, excuse me and she was like excuse me like bugging him and he was like trying to explain to us how yeah, yeah. the fucking menu works and finally he turns around and was like yes how can i help you and he's like oh oh i'm sorry you guys are dressed like staff i thought you guys were staff and i was like so bothered by that because i was like how, why does that fucking matter and why are you so entitled that you want to come over here and fucking interrupt an employee, whether if it was a, a mock like dinner or something else, yeah. like why are you feel so entitled that you had to come over and fucking bother us and then insult us by saying you guys were dressed like staff? What does that mean, dude? <laughs> I was so fucking furious, dude. I was so and I was like, dude, like, and then Tiff saw, like, don't get upset, you know, like, we're here to have a good time, yeah. don't let this bitch fucking ruin it. And she calmed me down, and, you know, I was like, 
grateful because I was furious. I was fuming. I wanted to get up and like, bitch, what the fuck? Over? You know, like get all ghetto on her and shit. <laughs> Southside, CPT, bitch, what's up? Start crip walking. And like, it was like, oh, sir. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's the only bad I, shit I experienced. I guess the staff that was helping us then later told like the management and even the manager came over like oh how's everything i just wanted to come introduce myself she didn't mention that she heard or anything but i, I assume yeah that she heard and so she was like oh do you guys need anything you know just let us know and like i was about to pour tiffany some water and then like the server comes over here and runs and grabs the bottle from me <laughs> she's like you're not staff yeah <laughs> and she starts serving i was like oh dude sorry spencer holmes <laughs> And yeah, they treated us fucking like kings, bro. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. Well, that's great. And uh, at least they were uh, they were good. Yeah, about the whole thing. And they kept like they brought us like samples, like three three samples of like their favorite beers. Mm. And they're like, oh, make sure you guys get this. And like it was it was great, dude. I don't know oh, if it was great. it's it's gonna happen again when we go again, but the, what the hell you won't? <laughs> yeah. This is not your first time. I'll go fuck. He's like, yeah, we no nobody cares. <laughs> but it was it was great, man. I had a really good time, and then I ended up uh, coming home with uh, this fucking growler. That freaking awesome, dude! I didn't want to get it because sixty five bucks, but it came with a free fill of uh, one of their beers. Oh, so and then plus it has stone brewing on it. So I was like, eh. it's a dope one, too, though. It's, yeah, it looks it's, solid. It's the 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 real ones. <laughs> it's the, you know, fucking the hipster kind, the yeah. hydro flask one. But yeah, it's it's decent and it, it keeps the fucking water cool, dude. Like I filled this up like around two, two o'clock and it's still cold in there. But. Yeah, Can't and then about that. and I got another growler at home uh, with uh, Tiffany's favorite, which was uh, the citrus. Uh, what do they call it? The, oh, delicious citrus. Delicious citrus. Yeah, is it really delicious? It's pretty good, dude. <laughs> it's pretty damn delicious. It's pretty good, man. But I'll yeah, it was a good time, man. This weekend was. Uh, pretty good and then i gotta go back again this weekend <laughs> oh you have a yeah uh, another the last one my last oh, okay. visit which is they have to remove the temp crown and then install the the final one the real one the real one which i'm happy for because i can finally chew with confidence <laughs> you won't be like i fell off <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've been avoiding that area even though like i have no pain and it's solid in there yeah i've been avoiding to chew with that yeah you can't so. get too comfortable with those damn things because yeah. then you're like fuck i'm like four days away still <laughs> yeah it hurts yeah but good times well, man. that's good man i'm glad you are uh you're better i'm relieved of pain from the tooth. <laughs> yeah, from the tooth, at least. Hey, physical pain, sometimes, it can make everything else, like, disappear. Yep. It could be therapeutic at points. Because you're like... It makes you feel alive. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, according to Fight Club. Tyler's not here. Tyler went away. Tyler went away. But yeah. Tyler Dutton. So what have you been up to? You know, here and there. I, I do a bunch of random stuff. 
what's the recent thing I've got into? Oh, I own a chain of vending machines now. That's right. I just I just own one. <laughs> yeah, I got a whole uh, I got a whole herd of uh, vending machines out in the <laughs> world. So it is what it is. How's that working out for you? Uh, well, this is tomorrow. No, no. Today was the first week of it being in location. Nice. So it's uh, it's going uh, great actually. A lot of people buy drinks. At any given moment, there's people buying, and then uh, where we're at now, there's uh, like uh, electricians that are finishing up some electrical work, and I think there's some like interior work guys that are putting carpet down or something. So like, still remodel construction guys in there. Yeah, I saw one dude like arms cradling like <laughs> every variety of soda, and he like he I, I saw him walking. I'm sure he was getting for all the guys and stuff. Yeah, but I was like, man. That's a lot of dollars I see. Yeah. <laughs> I, You're like, I, all I see is dollars. <laughs> like, I say one, two, three, four, five. That's like ten dollars right there. And then you realize that you left the <laughs> the key unlocked. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> oh, it's fuck. been open. <laughs> no wonder he had so many. <laughs> no wonder he got a variety. <laughs> yeah, but we got a. It's it, it's a. It, it looks like it's doing pretty well. So. Um, Hopefully it keeps going well, and nice. I bought it used, so I'm hoping that no issues arise in terms of like it needing any major work anytime soon. Yeah, you want it to kind of work as much as possible, and then you're like, all right, I guess it now it needs a repair. That's good. So how how much did you uh, buy in product uh, to the, fill it? The sodas. I've been meaning to do the calculation. <laughs> and I haven't. You what know. I do know. So Red Bulls are about like they're like eighteen. They're like seventeen ninety nine mm-hmm. for a for an eighteen pack. So that you know that's obviously on the more pricier side. I think it's like thirty bucks for a an eighteen pack of Monsters, which are the more expensive ones. And then sodas, um, they're. On sale for like twelve packs for like four or five bucks, depending on where you get it from. Like there's sales that, that happen every once in a while, and uh, waters like four bucks for like a thirty pack or something like that. And we use Aquafina, which a lot of people tend to like. People uh, complain about Dasani and. Uh, like generic brands they'll say it just tastes like tap water and Dasani apparently it tastes really it doesn't quench your thirst it just leaves you more thirsty which yeah. I think is the gimmick is like you, you drink a whole bottle and you're like damn I'm still thirsty let me drink another bottle yeah I get it I understand they do that yeah <laughs> but uh, you need to also be able to be like oh man that was some good ass water let me get some tomorrow as well and not just try to trick people uh, mm. so yeah that's about um some of the most expensive things. I also have a, like those Starbucks mocha drinks, the glass bottle ones, and those are expensive. Those are like at the cheapest are like eight bucks for a pack of four, Oof. and that's a very small margin. But I might end up replacing those. I was just testing them out, see if they sell. So I'm gonna see if those things sell. Um, 
I haven't done the full calculations. I wanted to see how much a week brought in and then what was selling. Because obviously if something isn't selling, I'm not going to buy more of it until it runs out. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, obviously Coca-Cola is the biggest the biggest uh, seller. Mexicans love their Coke. What about Pepsi? I know you got Pepsi in there, There's too. Pepsi in there, and I, I think I've seen a couple people buying Pepsi, but it is a Coke machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think most people just... Most people just like Pep, uh, Coke, sorry. Yeah. Most people just like Coke. So And water. Water. Yeah, with the heat right now, that's just... Coke and water Popular. is the biggest sellers. And then the, the real heavy-duty construction workers... Fucking monster! Like they'll drink like two, three a day. Yep. I'm like you sons of bitches. Like, give me that money, but also be careful. Yeah. <laughs> but also Don't be die. careful. <laughs> Don't die. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> but also buy water. Eh? <laughs> yeah, buy water on the side too, because it, it'll flush out your system. Uh, yeah, but that's it. And uh, uh, hopefully I'll get a snack machine in there as well soon, so that we can nice. have a snack vending machine in there. So, for all your snacking needs and your vending needs, call me. <laughs> I'll I'll buy one and then I'll take it over there. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was telling my, my co-worker about it because uh, I was um, editing your uh, plackers. The, the, yeah. And uh, so, I was telling him, dude, we need a fucking vending machine here, man. <laughs> Because we're always, two o'clock feeling is real, man. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Dude, and so we're just like, dude, we need a fucking Coke machine. So I was going to ask you if you if you get in, in, in the business of getting another one, let me know. I can talk to my manager about it. Because we need a fucking <laughs> machine, bro. I can, get a, I can get a smaller one for you guys. Like, because uh, I know if you guys, it's an office, you, you don't, you're not going to want, the one I had, dude, was fucking massive dude I, I i couldn't even fucking get it in or get it out of the fucking garage <laughs> it was fucking it's tall and it's big and it's got like 13 selections i'm like i don't how'd think you, i need them all how'd you like put it in your car like how'd you get it oh to i your rented work? a little u-haul trailer oh. i just attached it to my car or my truck mm. nice i drove it over there i was like maybe i should borrow a truck but it's so damn heavy that getting it up the truck and then down from the truck was going to be very hard. So how'd you manage? The U-Haul trailers are kind of low. Uh, and then they have a ramp. Got it. So then you're able to just kind of like... If, if you have a little bit of help and you get momentum, you kind of like... Yeah, yeah. No body, no body, no body, no body. Because once that thing sits, it's like... Not getting going it to anywhere. tip over is like... It's, it's fucking hard and... So I'm like, dude, uh, if, if I ever have to like get rid of it, I'm probably gonna sell it from the location. <laughs> like, like yeah, it's for sale. Show. Come pick it up here, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to fucking move that shit. Damn. But yeah, it's it's already kind of like the way I saw it is like, it already ha- has made its money because the hardest part is getting it into a location. And then once you do get into a location, you can sell the whole machine with the location. For like five six thousand dollars because it's got a location yeah you got to sell the location though like in terms of like being like there's gonna be a hundred and something employees in here they're gonna constantly be buying like you're gonna be here like every maybe every week maybe two weeks because they're gonna something's gonna be empty 
and then that's how you're that, that's how they'll be like oh shit it's worth it for me because there's some vending machines where like you can go a whole fucking two months and you don't have to worry about it because not enough people are buying yeah so you'd be like i'll show up and gather my 80 bucks and be like all right that's that's good enough fill it up again and then forget about it but with this one i'm like i'm already worried that i'm running out of waters and cokes yeah especially right now yeah there's still construction being there yeah so those guys love their fucking just variety of sodas so i'm gonna see what's uh what's empty uh thursday i'm gonna i'm gonna stay late and check it out nice see what uh see how fat the stack is how's uh is the drive easier for you here now uh to our new location yeah uh no it's 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 annoying it's because it's all on freeway Mm. and it's um 17 miles which isn't a lot but you're going you're passing a bunch of junctions which is the 57 the 22 and the 55 and you know junctions are always fucking traffic yeah cars coming in cars trying to exit and so all those three junctions every time you pass by them is like fucking traffic and then you speed up again then traffic and then you speed up and then traffic yeah so that's the most annoying part of the whole thing and then there's always accidents on that fucking freeway the five (laughs) freeway um so it's it's just a it's it's annoying especially when you're tired and you're just like i just want to get home yeah you're sitting there you're like oh oh great it's gonna be 45 minutes this time (laughs) because there's an accident or something yeah yeah on my way over here i was like well i'm not gonna take the fucking freeway because i know it's gonna be packed so i took the streets and that shit ended up being packed there's uh i think it's kalima or i don't remember the street name to be honest but it's just one way well it has two right two uh street or what is it called two roads yeah and uh but yeah it was all blocked off someone got in an accident and i was like fuck so i was like all right so i'm stuck here (laughs) what do i do yeah but it's brutal man that's uh the those junctions ain't no joke i know the yeah when i leave i have to get in on 91 to the 605 then i pass the 5 and the 105 and i'm not free until i pass the 5 until i pass telegraph oh shit and then start slowing down again um around the 10 and that's when i'm like all right i got like 30 minutes left <laughs> Dead to have thirty minutes left yeah. on a drive. It's a beast, man. It's terrible. It's what happened terrible. to those fucking trains that they were supposed to build? I would have been down to take a fucking a metro down to to the, that area. There is a metro that passes right by where we are. There's a station right there, uh, and I think you, I would have to go to the Fullerton station. And take it from there, but I don't. I don't know that that would be better. Like having to, you know, go up to Fullerton and then catch it, and then from there walk over there. Yeah, it's not too far, but still, it's kind of like it doesn't really seem like I'd be no, gaining and then, much. And then in and this heat, fuck yeah, that. Like, forget I about ain't, it. I ain't walking. Yeah, I ain't walking. Ready for another one, Louis? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it easy. Drink some water. 
hydrate a little bit. Cause right. uh, I got a thing of the week. That's that's another thing. Uh, it sucks about. No, I I am, but before my toothache, I had a fucking a gout flare up. Oh, that's right, gout. Yeah, dude, it was pretty bad. The Bobby Hill disease. Yeah, the Bobby Hill disease. Yeah, I I remember going to sleep, and then waking up to a really sharp fucking pain on my toe. Uh huh. Um. And I didn't know what it was. And then um, it was kind of cold, but hot. So I kept putting um, the covers on and off. But I ultimately just removed the covers because just the weight of the covers were like so painful on my fucking toe, dude. And it was so bad, dude. Like, no joke. I always laughed at that episode. Bobby Hill. Bobby Hill fucking disease. By the way, one of my favorite episodes. Of ever. course, hands down. It's classic. Yeah, but uh, carry on, sir. But yeah, I I was laughed at that and didn't think it was a, a thing. And yeah, no. That, I, and that's caused by what you're eating, right? Well, at least for Bobby Hill's case, yeah. it was caused because he was eating a lot of uh, liver and onions, was it? Yeah, that so he, he, like, really organ meat and like. High deli iron, foods, right? yeah. So, basically, you can eat just chicken and veggies. That's it. Really? Yeah. And so, so that weekend that uh, that I got the gout flare up. Um, so Friday, for whatever reason, I was craving <laughs> a fucking <laughs> a Slurpee. So I pulled over on my way home, yeah. and I got myself a fucking giant ass Slurpee. And on the whole drive home, I was just sipping on it. That same night, I ended up getting some fried chicken or some shit like that. Aw, yeah. And then the Saturday, we had uh, sushi. Saturday night, we had sushi. Sashimi. Yeah, it was fucking decent, but it was <laughs> it wasn't great. But it was it was sushi. Yeah, it was sushi. <laughs> And then Sunday morning, we we went to uh, get some steak for for breakfast oh. at this like Argentinian place. Ooh, yeah. El gaucho gaucho. Yeah, it was actually uh, something madera in uh, Catella down here. Ah, yeah, right on. Um, but yeah, it was, it was that place was good. Like the steak was fucking amazing. It was fucking to die for. And then. Sunday night is when I didn't sleep at all. Damn. I didn't sleep fucking a wink, dude, because I, I, it woke me up in the middle of the night, and I couldn't go back to sleep. And um, so I called out the next day. I was like, dude, I, don't, I can't even fucking get up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't I was I was shitting bricks. So I was like, I wonder what if they believe me or they just think I'm bullshitting. Yeah. But no, I couldn't get up. And then. My fucking toe was fucking swollen, bro, like fucking huge. And so then Tiffany uh, was just like looking up like home remedies and and like she was like, oh, you, you know, you can't eat meat. You can't eat sushi. You can't eat fried food. You can't eat uh, beer. Oh, that's another thing, too. When we had sushi, we had um, me and Tiff split a, a fucking a pitcher of beer. And then we had some the sake bombs. So, Sake. like, 
I did basically everything that I shouldn't be doing all in the span of three days. Like, I fucking went on the bender, like I was telling you. Oh, yeah. So I went on a fucking bender, and I ate all these fucking horrible foods that are not good for me. And it causes me to Gout. get a flare-up. It was bad, dude. And um, Damn. I, now I have to watch what I eat and make sure that I'm not intaking a lot of sugars and, and you know, drinking a lot of beer. Because I, I still don't really know what causes it. And I still think it was just a combination of those in of such a small, like, amount, amount of time, of time right. that it causes caused it but i don't know and i don't want to fucking find out because that yeah, shit was you don't painful wanna tempt that shit yeah i want to be like oh well it, i'm sure it was just a meat yeah and then you're like fucking ass funneling beers yeah <laughs> i mean i've been kind of testing the waters a little bit because mm. i have sushi i had sushi um like shortly after that not shortly but like a couple days after that and it wasn't sushi. It didn't cause me to flare up. Um, beer, I don't. I hardly drink beer or hard liquor as it is. Um, so my resilience level to alcohol has like really diminished. So I don't drink as as much as I used to. That's so a sad statement. Unfortunately, I don't drink a lot. It's because I, when I'm not here, I don't drink. And I haven't been here, Ricky. Uh, <laughs> it's not that I drink heavily. Uh, I mean, I do, uh, but... No. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Look, all I'm saying is that... I'm just joking. No. <laughs> you take care of yourself, Louis. You do whatever helps you, huh? You do whatever makes you feel good. Whatever's going to help you stay here longer. Yeah. It sucks being old. Do. Oh, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I got to take breaks from beer, too. But I do it for the gastritis. The gastritis? And I'm like, ay, no puedo. And the beer is like, come on, I'm cold. Like, ay, ay, no. Yeah, no, it's it's been it's been hard. Like, I don't drink as much as I used to, and I think it's just because it's just I'm over IPAs type of thing. Like, some of them excite Finally. me. No, I mean I've said this in the past. Finally, <laughs> I'm over them, man. But. There's there's some of them that excite me like obviously going to stone it's just was, extra pale <laughs> it's water with alcohol exactly so it hydrates you I mean but it still has alcohol yeah. that just makes you feel good while you hydrate <laughs> <laughs> the logic of a drunk yeah, <laughs> yeah no I, stone excited me because I've never been there that yeah. was awesome um. That one's. I still like Stone. Anything Stone is fucking amazing. And then Space Dust is probably like my two to go. Like, I don't. I have a bunch of Coronas at home and Modelos and uh, like those Equis and other stuff. But I don't drink them. Like, I drink them when I make a Michelada or something. Right. Just to throw it in there. Yeah. Just to like get rid of it, to be honest. 
You know but, which one's good about the the stone that I recently got into because of the liquor store that I've been trying to tell you to go check out. Well, you don't drink uh, much bubbles. anymore, but yeah, bubbles. I'm not joking, man. They got they got stuff. All right. They got the stuff. Let me tell you what they had. Let me tell you something. They had a cactus cooler seltzer. Interesting. <laughs> Which is good. They got the pineapple bucanas. The pineapple bucanas. You ever had the pineapple bucanas? I mean, I had it separate where you no, 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 get pineapple no, no. juice. Pineapple and then... bucanas. Never. Oh, you need to get it. Dude, that's all I drink. I literally, I'll pour half a cup of the pineapple bucanas and then half a cup of, like, ice. <laughs> and, and that's it. And that's it. <laughs> no, you can mix that motherfucker with, like, jarritos, like pineapple jarritos and shit. But is it, like, uh, Malibu with, like, pre-mixed? Like, it's pineapple-flavored bucanas? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. I mean, I'm down to try it's, it's it. It's legitimately good. I have a bottle at, well, at, at Rist's house. Uh, but I'll buy a bottle for whenever we do have a hangout. Anyways, and Bubbles has a... They, ha- they have all the, the good tequilas that you want to have. The real ones. Like Fortaleza right. and uh, the good stuff. Well, I'm, I'm going to go there tomorrow. You check, check it out. out. Um, and then, uh, well, anyways, well, I was getting to the point. Uh, they have the, the stone, the, the Buena Vista mm-hmm. stone... Uh, it's like a Mexican lager. Yes, that's uh, what what I filled this one up. My free. I'm sure it was better. Oh yeah, from there it was fucking amazing, but dude. The fragrances, the notes that yeah. that beer has. It's like what a Corona tasted like back in the day. Skunk pissed in it. Yes, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember when Corona used to taste good. That's yeah, but that's. Subjective, you know, because some people yeah. say it never tasted good, but I remember when it did. I don't know what happened to Coronas, man. I mean, I Family Dad still rocks. Yeah. Family Dad still the shit. Dude, you get one of them fat boys. <laughs> That's all you need, bro. Cruising down the street. <laughs> Sipping on Corona Familiar. Lay back. It's a mine, my money, my money, my money. But they got all those good beers. Um, yeah, but that- good- uh, Buena Vida or Buena, Buena Vista. Buena Vista. No, that's what I filled this up with. Yeah, dude, that, that beer is good. Yeah, it's really good. So that's mm-hmm. what I was getting to. Uh, that's that's what I've fallen back in love with in terms of the uh, stone brewing. Because um, I like I like lighter beers. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to front. Uh, I I I have gotten into IPAs more recently, but <laughs> just when I stopped getting into them. You get into them. Here's the thing: I still want to make an IPA. I would love to make. So an I IPA. have to. You can't. You don't have. You you have to. <laughs> In ter- like at, at least for me, I have to understand it completely. What makes it what it is? What makes it kick? What makes yeah? What 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 is the attraction that people have that I've been missing? And then therefore you can go in there and make something that's like all right my own in its own way that I feel like that's what I want to offer to the world. Fair enough. As my idea of an IPA. That's fair. But check out Bubbles. 
Yeah, well, I'm gonna uh, go. I'm felt. gonna go tomorrow. Check it out. They got all the Stone Cold beers, which is just two: <laughs> the American Lager and the uh, IPA. The IPA we had on the show, remember that? Yeah, yeah we did. Oh. I forgot where we got it. Uh, we got it at that one special spot in Bellflower that I took you guys to. Oh, that's right. And hey, we that got place a, was cool too. Yeah, that place is cool. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's hit or miss. Sometimes they ha- they have some good stuff, and sometimes they don't. Uh, but I haven't been there since since then. Mm. But yeah, it's all good. I mean, yeah, I gotta take care of this uh, vessel. Yeah, yeah. You, you take care of the of your vessel, and I will uh, defile my temple for you in your honor. Listen, Louis. May look at me and be like, "Oh God, he's drunk again." <laughs> You're right, <laughs> but <laughs> but it it was fun. I ask you, what's wrong with <laughs> My tools are your mountain house. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. Anyways, new beer, new subject. Uh, we've been writing some subjects down. Or at least I have, or at least I thought I have. <laughs> Hold on, deleted. Uh, podcast questions. I do have them right here. Hey, this is old as shit. This is from like, what year are we in? 1995. We're into 2023. Oh, uh, this isn't that old. This is this is uh, like a year and a month old. June 15th. Ask away. Uh, oh shit. Wait, which ones have we done? I don't know. Spotify. Okay. Oh man, I think we've done all this. Have we? Have we done the one? Well, I don't know. Did you put these? Is it what is, I guess, would be what is greater, unlimited, or infinite? Yeah, we have. Done We've that done one. that, right? Yeah. Every time I watch Hot Ones, I want wings. Funny <laughs> how there's a wing shortage. Do you think there's a connection? What is that? <laughs> I Did have you write no that idea. one? <laughs> what was your love life like growing up? Non-existent. Who was your first celebrity crush? Did we do that one? I I think we did uh, all these. We I think we have. Did I have other notes? Let's see. Available on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Oh, that's what we wrote. <laughs> Are we available <laughs> on all those? <laughs> I don't know about anymore, dude. Anchor's been changing. They're bought by Spotify yeah, now. Yeah, I, I things, remember things that. Things have changed. Yeah, we done all these, bro. Damn, that's fucked up, huh? <laughs> exactly. La tanga stawanga. Okay, let me check. Uh, I usually save some interesting videos to kind of show. I usually send them to you. Uh, oh, you sent me that one uh, trailer to that one movie. Uh, oh, Fault in Our Stars? No. Uh, the Sound of Silence or some shit like that? Oh, The, the Sound the, of Freedom? Freedom, yeah. Sound of Freedom. 
the Adrenochrome. What is it? The guy that played Jesus? Yeah. The Passion of the Christ? Yeah. So I forget the, his the, name. The, the, the movie name is The Sound of Freedom. Mm-hmm. And it's basic. I don't know what it's about, actually. I just saw, like, a little short clip. Yeah. I think the guy that played Jesus, we'll call him Jesus for our intended purposes. All Jesus right. is investigating. Actually, that works out great. Jesus is investigating <laughs> uh, the disappearances of children. Yes. And uh, Human trafficking. Yeah, human trafficking. So uh, it, it basically cuts into, like, him doing, like, explanations of why these children are missing. Yeah, and yeah. why the elites are kind of like, and, and what I mean by elites is like high-ranking government officials, like you would think, like uh, what's the dude Epstein's Island, kind of thing, like underage, yeah, like uh, Se- sexual traffic ring. Yeah, or you think like, you think of like billionaires, presidents, mm-hmm. you know, government officials, like high-ranking people that can move shit in the world. Um, they would take these children and what they would use them for and it was all kind of like chalked up to like satanic rituals and black magic and all this shit yeah but it does it it seems like what he is saying is that they actually use it for uh adrenochrome yeah which adrenochrome is a chemical that is excreted into is it the bloodstream or the the brain itself so the brain excretes it oh the brain yeah lets that out yeah when the subject is in a state of extreme terror yeah right so basically monsters inc oh shit yeah <gasps> i didn't even make that connection yeah that's basically what it is so Kitty. yeah <laughs> mike wazowski <laughs> yeah so basically uh from I, I don't know too much about this but i've heard uh joe rogan talk about it um basically what happens is that these officials or people scare the shit out of these kids and then they kill them and they extract the blood because the it's in the bloodstream it's in the blood already right and then so they just either drink it or they transfuse it somehow or whatever it's weird fucking alex jones bullshit alex Uh, jones is right about epstein i mean he was right about a few things, but here, look, listen. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you, you, you know about cats? Are they gay? Gay cats? They're super gay. <laughs> but the reason why they're so gay, <laughs> there's something about cats, right? They domesticated themselves. Okay. And the reason why, or how they domesticated themselves, is basically they were like, you know what? These idiots will give us free food and take care of us. Let's just fucking be cuddly. So then they just allowed themselves to be domesticated. And there's a reason why they don't obey commands. You can't train a cat to be like, jump up, jump down, you know, because they'll be like, they pro- there's a theory out there that they do understand what you're saying. They just don't give a fuck. But anyways, what I'm getting to is that cats are, they're intelligent-ish. Mm. Not octopus intelligent, but they're, they have an intelligence. So what? cats have been known to do is that when they 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 chase prey like mice they'll chase them and they'll like corner them and they'll play with them for a while like they don't eat mice for nourishment they'll just fuck with them so they'll terrorize them and they'll like you know bat them back and forth let them run and catch them again and shit yeah and then what they do is that when they finally do kill them 
they chew on the heads. Hmm. And then it's the same effect. It releases that 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 uh, that adrenochrome that yeah. the mice has, and they get high. Interesting. So they don't eat the body; they just chew on the head to release, and then they get high. And so then and then cats and then cats, catnip. Exactly, <laughs> they love catnip. So cats are abusers of things that feel good. So you get them with catnip, they're like, "This fucking makes me feel good." Like they fucking start rolling on it. They don't. They'll yeah. fucking kill. They'll stop eating to get catnip. And what are these? These. I, uh, I, what is catnip though? I don't know. It's, it's just some fuck. I don't. It makes them feel good. I guess I don't know what it fucking is. I want to know what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> just need a gravity bong. Oh, I mean, <laughs> there's a, there's a weed strain called catnip. <laughs> Is there? I don't know. Uh, I just say that. You're funny. onto something, bro. You're onto something. <laughs> I'm gonna start a new strain. Catnip. Grow it in litter boxes. Damn. So I grow shrooms. Damn. <gasps> hey, copyright not approved. No, in, in all seriousness though, like I didn't I didn't know that that cat. Yeah, yeah. So that was the connection that um Alex. Uh, not Alex Jones. I forgot where I saw that, but they're kind of connecting it to the same idea mm. as that, that there is animals out there. And there is also a theory out there that maybe that's what, like, dolphins and orcas do when they terrorize, like, seals. Because they don't, like, eat them. They just fucking swat them into the air and shit. They'll fuck with them. Yeah. And then they'll find, they don't even eat them. They just kind of, like, fucking maul them. And then they'll leave the body there. Like, they don't need to eat them. Hmm. So there's a theory that like any animal that can, that experiences uh, like substance abuse, or can like exploit some sort of a substance, like get a euphoric kind of feel out of out of anything, that they do it in some sort of a way. Hmm. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, there's this this thing you just kind of like triggered a a, a thought. Uh, I don't remember where I heard it, but basically they were saying how um, they have these dialysis centers for for the rich. Basically, it's like these secret dialysis centers um, that, like, again, high-end officials and high-ranking people go to. They don't have, like, you know, issues with their kidneys or anything like that. They just go to these dialysis centers to pump in uh, young blood. Oh, fuck. So they get the blood from, like, you know, kids or even oftentimes the the blood from, you know, the the tube. Where's that? The the umbilical cord. cord. And uh, also, like, you know, blood from like younger people, you know, like in their 20s or whatever, and they pump it into their old ass body and it helps them to feel younger and also helps them to um, to like diminish like wrinkles and like clear their skin and it has like all these uh, health benefits of it. And like it's again, I don't remember where I heard this. But that has been documented that it actually does help. It has health benefits because you're pumping in healthy blood into your blood system. Holy shit. So, 
like when right now you were telling me about like all this stuff like it prompted like you know it triggered that thought that's interesting too yeah i mean there's got to be some crazy shit going on there's got to be dude it's got you be. have that much money i you're mean, afraid to die you'll do a, just about anything i mean when it's like when when plastic surgery isn't enough what's next bathe no, in the blood of kids yeah but I think it only works before a certain amount of time. And right. this is just my speculation. Right, right. Because uh, you'll see those old-ass billionaires that look like oh, fucking yeah. The Rothschilds. Death. Yes. They look like vampires. Like, they look like they're falling apart, like yeah. millions of years old and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, it's not going to work for them. Like, like they would be creatures in a fantasy game called the Ancient Ones, and they'd just be like, <laughs> they know everything, and they're just like... Was that one fucking dude that's a politician that looks like the fucking monster? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks like the monster from Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, 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 Fuck, I forget oh, his fucking name. <laughs> but he's like a real politician, and it looks like the fucking guy from Pan's Labyrinth. Pan. Pan, yeah. It looks like Pan. No, 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 no it's not Pan. What is oh, it? The guy with the, the hands. eyeballs. Yeah. <gasps> dude. He looks like him, dude. Like, I can't remember his name. Dude, Pan's Labyrinth. Guillermo del Toro. Dude, that guy's a fucking great guy. genius. Hey, if I have the last word, that's that would be my first son's name. Guillermo del Toro Rodriguez. Oh, I love Guillermo. It sounds so Mexican. Guillermo Rodriguez. Damn, that's president oh, right there. Oh, goddamn. That's president. I'll vote for him. Hey, Guillermo my- Saavedra. Oh, He's on a horse. Oh. He's on a horse. And he's like, you know what? Fucking machines. <laughs> Riding a horse. <laughs> the fucking veg- vegetarian car. <laughs> yeah. The no vegan fuck. car, dude. Fuck, fuck your batteries. But now, uh, dude, dude, that guy's, that's a side note. Just got to give my time to Guillermo del Toro. Because they were interviewing him and they were asking him. Where do you get these ideas from? Like, you're so close to death, but making it beautiful. And, like, how do you connect that stuff? And, you know, it's a long-ass forming question as white people like to wrap things up in a nice little package. And then his answer is, like, because I'm Mexican. (laughs) And I was like, oh. By the way, Book of Life greater than Coco. I still haven't seen Book of Life, bro. You should watch it. All right. I think you like it. Is that Guillermo del Toro? Yeah, that's Guillermo del Toro. Really? Yeah. Ice Cube's in it. What'd you say? Ice Cube's in it. Oh. But Interesting. That, it's a great story. I like it a lot better than Coco. I mean, Co- I get Coco. Coco made me cry, bro. Oh, man. Coco made me cry. But you, I, I think you'll like the story All right. of, of the Book of Life. All right, all right. It's it's I don't think it's what you're expecting it to be, but it's just it's I think it's just a beautiful of the lore of Dia de los Muertos and paying it homage in a in a in an interesting way and a creative way. All right, I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah, we watched. Um, was that a Cabinet of Horrors or whatever What's on that? Netflix? It was like the short stories by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, I'm. Or it was that. presented by him. It was like a, a mini-series around, um, I want to say December. I think they missed the mark. 
because mm. it was after Halloween. And I was like, dude, this would have been perfect for, like, October. Right. But it was, a lo- like, a, a bunch of little short stories, and they're pretty pretty, pretty good, man. Oh, uh, like, watch that. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, hopefully, they keep continue to make a different season. And this time, they put it on fucking October. October, yeah. But, yeah, that, that one's pretty good. Um, recently, we've been watching... Um, Black Mirror too with Salma Hayek. <laughs> oh, funny, I, I know Black Mirror is fucking sick. I think the only one I've seen is the fucking the Miley Cyrus one. Yeah. So I haven't really gone that deep into it, but I've heard that they're all pretty freaking interesting. Yeah, these new ones they don't revolve so much around technology. It's more like storytelling, oh, which I like more. Like at first, I was like, "What the fuck? Where's the tech?" Right. You know, but. After watching it, like you're like, oh, this is way better than the fucking, <laughs> ooh, I like this. weird tech, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've been watching that, and uh, what's the, the, we, you know, we always watch something at night to go to sleep to, so we're watching um, Modern Family, binge I watching that. I love Modern Family, yeah, dude. dude. Yeah, I think we're like in season four, I think. But yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it, so I've I've been watching it. And it's fucking hilarious. Phil's my favorite. Dude, Phil, Phil. Dunfio. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever ask me about my business, Claire. <laughs> his his comedic uh, delivery is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know what the hell his name is. The the actor's name is, but Joey from Friends. Oh. Um, Something LeBlanc, no? Some of yeah. He's in it? No, no, no. He was supposed to be Phil. Oh, really? He was given the role. But he's friends with the actor that plays Phil. Got it. And he told him, like, dude, if we're both going up for it, like, I want you to have it. And he gave him the role. And I, I was oh, like, I can't imagine move, him being man. Phil. Yeah. Like, Phil's, his, the way he is is just it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I, I was telling, because I, I, I watch, we watch it, like, back to back. We're like, yeah. at least five episodes a night before we go to sleep and so we go through seasons like fucking crazy yeah and uh so i started noticing these little intricacies and i'll be like damn look babe like the little girl's fucking grown up now in this season (laughs) or like you know i think the season that we watch i think it's four or five i'm not sure um but sofia vergara like her accent is not as thick as it used to be in the first season oh yeah which is like perfect because I liked it, but I didn't like that to be her character. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it was almost like stereotyping. Yeah, yeah, like it's after she had the baby. All oh, right, yeah. So whatever season that is, like after she had the baby, she started like talking less with that. I J, you know, <laughs> which is like fuck. She needed some character change because I think she she worked, but like it was kind of annoying. It was just kind of like that Lucy character which is like high yeah. pitch annoying and she has death too like some of her stories about her, her mom yeah like it's it's a, like she's she she has a good role like the whole cast is amazing dude like i think they picked the the perfect uh cam's fucking hilarious yes cam's fucking i love cam's Cam. hilarious man uh, he's, mitchell. he's one of my favorite mitchell yeah <laughs> he's also funny claire's yeah. cool but uh She's hit or miss. She 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 has a role in in the whole thing, but I think she's more like a a, an accent to everybody else. Yeah. But 
yeah. Um, she's the glue. Yeah. And then Jay is just Jay. You know, he's just yeah. a fucking guy that's just like from a different era that's like, yeah, I may think or say things that are inappropriate, but in my day they were okay. Yeah. You know, like, who cares? Yeah, it's just like he's so homey after like a few seasons. You see his change, his yeah. character develop development. Yeah. And she's like, dude, like, that's crazy. Like, to hear the stories, like, oh, my dad was never like this, and seeing, like, you know, that's that I feel like that speaks to a lot of like Latinos oh, yeah. or just people in general because it's yeah. like, you know, when the grandkids come up and then you tell them, oh, dude, like, you're lucky, like, grandma or grandpa wasn't like this when i was a kid they used to beat the shit out of me and he's like all lovey-dovey like fuck you you know like (laughs) like, how dare you yeah like when my nieces growing up like you know we would tell them stories about my my parents and they was like no i was like yes dude they used to beat the shit out of us she's like don't lie never hit you yeah you know (laughs) gaslit and shit (laughs) fuck yeah Yeah. that shit was fucking awesome I love that show. And then uh, uh, you obviously watched the latest season of The Bear. Yes. Oh, dude, that was which amazing. The Bear is The Bear. And it was if, good, man. If you guys haven't seen, like, any of The Bear series, like, I, I suggest you start watching it. <laughs> yes, it was so good, man. Like, I loved it, dude. Like, I cried so many times on almost every episode. Yeah. Not, it because, was... not because it was, like... There was emotion, but it was more so because I felt like a, a revival of inspiration, like a revival of like, it's okay to be passionate about something and then fucking just be obsessed with it. Yeah. You don't have to go out there and do what everybody thinks you should do, you know? It's, and, and to me, it was like, fuck, dude, like, like, I don't know. I feel like I needed to hear that. Like, it's okay to be doing something that not everybody else is doing yeah and go that path full on without like caring about what happens around you yeah and uh but yeah dude it was it was it was a great season i love the approach i loved everything about it i think it just went it it developed like tenfold in my uh, in my opinion yeah i i i think the the day that when the episode spoiler alert if you guys haven't watched it go ahead and shut off for a uh, while this is what minute one hour 14 uh <laughs> we'll say till one minute 15 <laughs> no but I, I i feel like the episode where they're about to have like the family uh like test or whatever oh yeah and he's like under the table with um with the co-chef or whatever her name is i remember the what is she the yeah she's, she's just, just like straight up a co-chef no i think so well, they're partners. They're partners. So, so, yeah, they're their partners. Yeah. So that that was the whole scene is that they're like, "Yo, you're my partner, and I don't dream of doing this shit with anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, you keep me in line. Please continue to do this shit." Yeah. And she wanted to hear that so bad from him throughout the whole season. And when she finally got it, it was like, like I think for me watching it as an audience felt like such a big relief that they got that. And then like the next episode is like, Oh my God, what the fuck? Yeah. Like you just undid like everything off of just, just not doing what you 
said you were going to do, which right. was take a step back and breathe. Because he gets stuck in the... Wait, have you seen it? You watched it all, right? I watched the whole okay. thing. Yeah, yeah. So he gets stuck in the refrigerator, you know, and... Yep. That was painful to watch because he's just like fucking knocking that shit down or trying to. And What did you feel? Well, it, it's minute 15, an hour 15. Uh, <laughs> keep going. Right. <laughs> uh, how did you feel about his relationship? I felt like... Like, it felt weird because I felt like... A, I was watching a friend throughout the season, you know, and it's just like the whole time I was rooting for him because it it it, it kind of introduced a, a sense of normalcy for him, which he needed. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I knew that it wasn't going to work out for him because all this other stuff was happening that he was passionate about that he's been wanting for far longer. So he was going to have to be presented with a hard choice. Do I keep going with something that's good for me or do I keep going with something that I've been wanting and I've been fighting for? Right. So it's like, fuck, like I want you to have both, but that's not how life works. You Sometimes you have to make these hard choices. Like, yeah. Do you want to keep going and fuck your dream? Because this makes you happy and this is potentially makes you a better person and helps you internally. Or do you keep going because it's a sense of routine or because you've been wanting it for such a long time? And it's it was hard to watch the whole season because I do like, yes, I, that's awesome. Like, I yeah. love that you're you're becoming more who you're supposed to. But at the same time, I knew it was coming. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, "Fuck you! Don't get too wrapped up in it." And if it's okay if you do, but know that you have to keep it separate. And I felt like he was on the cusp of understanding that, and then it just fell apart because of one fucking accident. Yeah, like everything that he was learning, it was like he was at the peak, and he just rolled back backwards yeah. and so it, yeah it, it was it was hard for me to watch because it's like i felt like we've all been through there where it's like we're just at the cusp of like success but something happens and we just give up it's not necessarily that we give up it's just we've been struggling the whole way up there and then we slip on a rock and it's just fuck roll back down yeah i think what what really made it that whole thing kind of come together was the fact that he was like the relationship is what caused that yeah so the fact that he was calling this girl busy with her he didn't call the fridge guy he wasn't answering when the fridge guy called or whatever it's like i gotta call her so ultimately, him neglecting his, pri- well, what should have been in terms of the restaurant at least, his priorities, is what ultimately caused the downfall of the relationship. Yeah, because he got stuck in there because he, he he didn't call the fridge guy that he or the fridge guy called him back and he didn't answer. 
because he had that like you're more important so i feel like that's that that was a i think that was a great way to like set it up to where it's like yeah you're upset because he's like why didn't you just call the fridge guy like but he's got so many things going on and then he was giving any and all of his free time to this one person yeah and it's like well you got to really think what is your priority what is where are you really at yeah and uh i i I feel like uh it kind of made me feel like you know a lot of a lot of the people that we think are great in what they do like masters of their craft are kind of like shitty people to everybody else around them yeah you know you think of like um Picasso was a dick, known, renowned for being a dick. Mm-hmm. Most artists are known for being dicks because they just shut the world out. Like, I'm focusing on what I'm doing. We think of, like, famous musicians. Most of them aren't known for being great fathers. Yep. And if they were, they probably wouldn't be on tour. So they probably wouldn't have made it anyways. You think of, uh, like, cooks like that, you know. They have to be in the kitchen, you know, making sure that they're developing their craft, going to wherever they need to. If there's a service, it's a service. It's going. It's 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 all uh, going towards something. And I remember watching an episode of uh, an old Gordon Ramsay's video or documentary from England mm-hmm. called Boiling Point. And this was about him on his journey to being the first or the youngest three Michelin star restaurant recipient. And uh, so he's got his uh, restaurant. And then uh, I remember it's when the judges or the people that kind of like judge the Michelin star yeah. are in the restaurant. So he's doing his service. That same that, that same night, his fucking, I think it was his first son was born. But he was in the kitchen. You know, once service was over, he went over there. He's like, yeah, yeah. he's healthy, he's happy, mom's good. And went back to the fucking kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... You know, not too many people would put up with that in terms of like as a partner. Yeah, they'd be like, "What the fuck?" You know, is this not important to you? Is your your, yeah, your family not important to you? And yeah. it's like, well, how do you balance that? You know, but it takes a certain person to be with a with that kind of a person, where you understand where it's like, he's just doing what he's doing, and he's he this is what he's passionate about, and I'm I'm here to support, and I get it. But most people wouldn't. Most people nah. wouldn't uh, understand that. I mean, at what point is it, like, enough? Especially when it's like, whoa, I want to get a Michelin star, and then two, and then three, or whatever it is in the fucking cooking world, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I want to open up another, like, it's it's constantly, like, work. Yeah. And I feel like, especially for, like, like you see people like Gordon Ramsay, like he has like a fucking show every fucking year, a brand new show every year. Yeah. Like he doesn't take a fucking break, you know. Like, when do you say, "All right, oh shit, <laughs> Gordon Ramsay"? He's like, "Stop it." <laughs> when do you say, "Like, all right, I need to take some time off to be with my family"? Yeah. And how does the partner be like? All right. Like, I understand this is your passion, but I need some, I need you to spend some time with me. Like, mm. how do you tell someone to behave in a, in a form where it can cause a conflict of interest or someone to be like, you know what? I feel like I'm being selfish if I ask 
for your time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's fucking tough because it's like, you know, there's times where I feel like with, uh, you know, Tiff and I, like, I feel like sometimes I get stuck in, in like, all right, well, I got to do this or I got to do that or I'm working on a project or when we were doing a podcast heavily back in the day or, you know, all this stuff kind of like fucking just bottled up into like, well, I want to do this. And then I had to like balance that lifestyle with like, all right, well, I want to spend time with her too. Yeah. Like she deserves my attention, but I want to do this or I need to finish this or I feel like I need to finish this. Yeah. And so it's like, fuck, you got to be fucking really resilient as a partner of someone who has that that passion for something like that and it's crazy because i feel like it's a beautiful way that you presented that just right now and i feel like it just shifted my perspective into thinking like fuck i never really thought about what they go through right when we're in those hyper focused moments where like fuck i got to fucking finish out these stickers <laughs> right you know like because yeah dude i i get stuck i get stuck bro like even at work like you know i get hyper focused i'm trying to finish a project and and it's like i need this right now but it's like this mentality that i i develop for working in a really toxic environment where everything was needed yesterday right and working in an environment now where it's like eh, get to it <laughs> whenever right. next november yeah right. <laughs> next november's fine <laughs> so like it's it's a fine balance and i feel like the show really makes you f- think and feel in different perspectives especially like i think my favorite part was seeing the perspective and seeing the growth of uh, cousin. Like that I was, felt proud of him, bro. That was my favorite episode, dude. Forks, yes, that's what it's called. Forks. I was so like I never met this guy. Obviously, he's a character, but I. This show has like pulled me into this life yeah. of characters <laughs> where I felt like I knew I know this guy it's and cousin. I'm fucking proud of him bro like I'm fucking proud of this fucking person like him finding that groove yeah that like shit I get it like I understand like this is what I could do and it's like you know you take this it's a it, he's a ragtag kind of guy like you know he's just bullshitting in the restaurant, telling stories, you know, like he used to with uh, with uh, uh, Carmi's brother, you know, yeah. just in the restaurant shooting the shit, you know. And uh, he goes to um, uh, to to appreciate and understand what it means to be like in the business of hospitality, to be in the business of like this is a show. This is the big leagues right here. You know, like the guy tells them that day, he's like, this is the Super Bowl for us every day. Yeah. And they take it that seriously. And, you know, 
man I, I was like man i'm glad he found that like that path of like and he and he sank into it too yeah when he uh i, I forgot oh um i think it was his first service oh and then i think he overhears or somebody passes him a note oh, yeah, yeah where yeah, it's yeah. um the one of their customers were uh only there for the the day or something like yeah. that and they're like, I wish I could have got some deep dish or yeah. something like that, right? And then so he fucking goes, gets yeah. it. He, they fucking, the Played chef makes it, it fancy. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, well, I got you guys something so that, you know. And then it's like such a touch that's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And then he's like, can I be the one that takes it out? It's like, yeah. dude, yeah, go do it. <laughs> that's yeah. your moment. You got that. You capture that moment. Uh, but yeah, dude, I loved it. I love uh, his character development. He's my favorite character for sure, and uh, I'm I'm glad he's kind of there. Which kind of made me upset when Carmi was fucking yelling at him from the fucking yeah, fridge. Dude. I was like, dude, wh- how dare you? Fuck you, dude. He's like, he's trying to watch out for this girl, you know. Yeah. And he's just asking like, why the fuck are you freaking out in there? We're gonna get you out. Just fucking relax. We yeah, got like this. chill. Like, <laughs> see, and, and like the thing is that like. After talking about it and, and, like, seeing it from different perspectives, like, you know, I think the show really speaks to to a lot of people, not just to me or to us, but, like, because we've all been in a place of, like, yo, am I doing this because I love this or am I doing this because I want this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or in Cousins, like, um, life or his story is, like, I don't know what I'm good at. Right. Like, I felt that way. It's like, I don't know what I'm good at. Like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, I felt lost. And then for him to find his, his spot, you know, and then like even like the final episode where he when Carmi's talking mad shit to him and like it felt it hurt so much, dude. Yeah. And like I was telling Tiff, I was, I was telling her, like, you know what? Like seeing it from a show. And seeing it, like, you know, the episode, it's just, it, it's good to know that I know, like, that hurt people hurt people. Right, yeah. You know, and that's all I kept telling myself. He doesn't mean any of that shit. He just knows where to hurt because he's hurting. So he knows how to bring you down. Yeah. And that's, that's what's dangerous about Carmi. Because he knows exactly where to hit you. Because I mean, it's gonna fucking hurt you. And you and you look at the kind of manipulation and stuff that his mom did. Exactly, dude. So then exactly. you know exactly you know where he kind of subconsciously has it. He's got to load it up. Like, yeah. If he, I need to, I'll I'll take it out. You yep. know. And then it's it's not really like something he 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 does unless he's pushed to that spot. But you know he learned it from his mom, which I thought it was also a. It was a great episode. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. That was a great episode. It was so just like, good. I don't know that I'd want to watch it again ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. But that it's it's kind of like was... Requiem for a Dream. You know, it's like, I'm good. Like, I got the story. I yeah, got it. Like, like, it. It did what it did, which is make everybody uncomfortable because it's like, dude, you felt it. Like, you felt that, like, you know, when, uh, when, when a mother brings that, like, guilt out, brings that, like, Nobody loves me. Nobody, you know, all that shit. And it's yeah. just like, oh, God. Yeah. So you're dude. like, damn, I've heard all that shit before. Yep. Like, I don't want to. So you understand, you know, how you feel for Carmen. You're like, Tch. you know I where understand. he comes from. Yeah. You know, you know where all that, 
that pent up everything oh, is and, and then his his brother oh like dude, i know oh, like dude. throw the fucking fork dude <laughs> throw that fucking fork in his fucking face dude oh that was fucking oh, classic like, dude, shut the fuck up you better call saw you better call saw there and whoop your ass boy <laughs> better call saw. dude dude oh, it no. was it was a magical fucking episode that one it was it was flawless and uh, because it was flawless it's very uncomfortable to watch yeah dude it was I remember watching this uh, YouTuber um, talk about that episode. He said, like, as soon as I saw the star-studded cast of that episode, I knew it was going to be good. It's like, because these, these actors don't sign off on just random cameos or random, you know, scenes or whatever. So I was like, you know, all right, this is going to be good. And, like, <laughs> he was saying that after the show, he was all like... Holy shit, like, this is a fucking roller coaster. And yeah, dude, it was fucking intense, man. Super intense. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, do yourself a favor. Fucking watch The watch Bear. It. Start with the first season. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, it, needs any, to, it, you need to develop the. It's to, it's to marinate. Yeah, yeah, you need to get there. and uh, But it's a, it's, it's, a really good, uh, it's a really good show. Really awesome show. Yeah, good stuff, man. What's up, bro? Man, that was a good show. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that was a good show, man. Yeah. Man. <laughs> good times. All right. Oh, I don't think we ever talked about this. Uh, I wrote this down when I, I sent it to you. So it turns out the... the wait, did we talk about it? The Talladega Nights Invisible Fire was based off of something? Oh, no, we haven't talked about that. So it turns out that the, in Talladega Nights, when uh, Ricky Bobby is scared to drive again, and he's running around and gets down to his underwear, and he's like, you know, uh, what is it? he says, Tom Cruise used the witchcraft to get the fire off me. <laughs> and everyone's like, you're not on fire, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> so, you know, he thinks he's, he's uh, being, uh, he's on fire. He thinks he's on fire. But it turns out that the fear is actually like a real thing. Yeah. Because uh, race cars uh, use a race fuel, which is ethanol or methane? Ethanol, I believe. Ethanol, right? Yeah. Ethanol. So what happens with, uh, with, with, with an ethanol fire is that when it burns during the daytime, it's basically it. invisible. Yep. Like it's a very dim blue light. Mm-hmm. So there, there was an incident. I don't know what what uh what race or whatever it was, but it, there was an incident when um I think they were refueling a race car, and then uh, some of the fuel spilt out and mm-hmm. it spilt onto the engine, which the engine was hot, so it just it combusted. combusted. Yeah. So I caught on fire, and then obviously the the guys came in, put fire extinguishers and everything, took it out supposedly, and then the driver was still in the in the seat. But he fucking climbs out and he's like rubbing his neck and he's like, I'm still on fire. So it looked just like freaking Talladega Nights. <laughs> but he was actually on fire. Oh, Turns dude, out it was yeah. a, a, an ethanol fire, which yeah. is, you know, and then they, they blow it on him and they're like, okay. And then it keeps jumping around. He keeps fighting. He's like, I'm still on fire. <laughs> so it's like a real thing, dude. Like, yeah. and then, uh, what, what was that show that you sent me? The It was like uh, Fox 9-11. Or, oh, it's one of those. Uh, like emergency. Like, uh, 
it was like a uh, firefighter extreme circumstances yeah, kind of like, like you'll never like ever encounter kind of this yeah. thing. So in this show, what happened? Was, there was an accident. Yeah, there's an accident in like a freeway or some shit like that, or like a road, and it was at nighttime, and um, so there's these you know firefighters and ambulances and and there's this one guy like you know fucking <laughs> welling crazy and be like dude he's like what's going on and he's like, like turn off the lights because they had all the, oh, the, the, the headlights yeah. and he's like turn off the lights and then turn them off and all you see is fucking blue so it's all on fire yeah it's all on fire and everybody's like oh shit get the fire extinguishers <laughs> <laughs> call superman call Saul call Saul <laughs> better call Saul Cause this is fucking going on right now. It's crazy. Um, it wasn't a, a, a ethanol fire, but I remember uh, in high school, I had my ex girlfriend. We used to meet up at um, at the library, and uh, so you know we met up this one time at the library, mm-hmm. and it was a bunch of friends, and we're all hanging out, and uh, I was a huge pothead back then. So I used to have, uh, you know, uh, lighters and shit like that. And uh, so I was hanging out with everybody. And my girl, my girlfriend at the time, she was like, we're on a bench. And she was sitting on, on the top portion where you, you rest your back. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting on, like, a regular bench where you put your butt. And um, she had, like, ripped jeans. And, like, you know, the little strings that were exposed oh, and yeah. stuff like that. So I remember, um, so I was like fucking with her and I, I set it on fire. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I set it on fire and, you know, I put it out and she was like, oh, why are you doing that? You know, funny. And I guess I didn't set it off all the way. And <laughs> she's fire. She was like, what the fuck? She like was tapping her knee because that's where the rip jean was, and it's like, what? What did happen? <laughs> like, You're a fucking asshole. We uh, we broke up after that. <laughs> <laughs> I went home a single bat. <laughs> oh man! But it was it's just it reminded me of that because you couldn't. You, it was daylight. You know, we're yeah. after school during fucking high school. And yeah, you couldn't see the flame, but it was an ethanol. Was to know, yeah, but it was it was uh, yeah, it was not my proudest moments. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, I've never set anyone on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can say I'm an arsonist. No. <laughs> this is the arsonist lullaby. Damn, that was a huge one. That one's like, I'm fucking waiting for that candle to turn off, motherfucker. That woman in art. That one's not that being deterred at all. That one doesn't give a fuck is what it doesn't give. I guess that we gotta really? spray on some more shit. I think that one bit me in the back of my neck. I probably did. I think it's spinal. I don't know what the hell else. I've always saved fucking random ass videos. 
just so we can bring him back up. I guess I didn't do as much as I thought I did. Damn. Well, thank you for joining us on the Odd Fellows podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, we can end it now. I mean, I guess. I mean, we have like what two hours, give or take. Uh, hour forty. Uh, that's not bad. That's not too bad. That's pretty good for. That's a good little run. Yeah. Está bien. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. Taco, taco, burrito, Look for the OGs. It's not a four-hour-long one. Yeah. <laughs> but that'll also set the stage up for the next one. There you go. And we'll just keep it going and going. Hopefully, no, nobody jinxes us. Knock on wood. We'll keep it going. Uh, but yeah, uh, Steph actually messaged me Saturday. You're like, when's the next one? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I, we were already planning to do one since last week, I think, or even two weeks ago. Yeah. It's just. Uh, oh. We talk about the, our experience at uh, the Havana house. Oh, so if you live in Uptown or, Whittier. And, or lack of. And uh, you go to the Havana house. And Walk you're like, <laughs> and you're like, oh hey, uh, yeah, I guess cigars at the Havana house. You are not ex- living life to its fullest. You are sucking Satan's dick, <laughs> <laughs> and he is prematurely coming in your face. Yeah, yeah. So uh, me and Louis went to the Havana house with uh, one of my buddies, Ramon, and then his roommate, and. Um, I've never been there, but I knew it was a cigar house or cigar place. Yeah. It's more of a bar with cigars. Basically. It's not really a cigar lounge. Um, so uh, we went there, and uh, the idea was to get some cigars, some beers, and probably go somewhere else. But I, I want to know what ruined it for you. Well, I felt like the selection... There's a couple of things, a couple of things. I, I as soon as we walked in, like it was cool, like you know, it wasn't like Bose. You know, it was all right. The atmosphere, you know, it wasn't really there because only like a handful of people. Yeah, and everybody was kind of minding their own business. Yeah, it was like the afternoon. Too. Yeah, it so that didn't really bother me. It was going inside their their humidifier room or humidor and uh, their selection wasn't very yeah, impressive was some big cigars and some little sweet ones yeah I feel like they had uh, tatuaje cigars which I really wanted to try but they had them all the way stacked up and they were sealed up uh. and I, I didn't want to like be like yo uh, can you give me that and like you know, be a bother. So I did it. I got something else. I got the uh, Romeo and Julieta. Um, but that was like I think twelve bucks the least. But this place has it for twenty one. 
which to me felt like, well, that's a fucking ripoff. Yeah. But we're here already, you know? Yeah. And, like, I still kept looking around because I was like, I don't know what else to get because I don't really care for any of these other ones. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just bite the bullet and get this one. And uh, so, yeah, I wasn't really impressed with the selection. And then when we paid for it, they didn't even ask, like, oh, how do you want to cut? Or, like, do you want to cut it yourself or nothing? They just fucking unwrapped it and cut it for you without even saying anything. And that kind of pissed me off because it was a straight cut. And I'm right now I'm... I'm I'm really digging the V cuts. Yeah, that's my to go to cut, and so I was kind of upset that he didn't even ask. And then looking behind the counter, it didn't even look like they had any other types of cutting tools. Yeah, like that's all they had. Yeah, that's all they had, and he didn't even ask, which was pissed me off. And then we ordered beer, and it's handed to me in a plastic cup which is kind of like what the fuck like i don't know is this a bar or a fucking cafeteria yeah i don't know i i i feel a little like that one doesn't deserve a point because that's kind of like my preference um but yeah i didn't i didn't like that they gave me beer in a fucking plastic cup and then the seating is for me wasn't great because we were kind of in a section where the TV was behind me, so like I couldn't really be in the conversation with you guys mm. because it was like either conversation or Total let's see what was TV. on TV. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, to me, it was just a, a couple little things that kind of piled up, kind of just like, eh, it's not Bose. Yeah. You know, so that's why I didn't, I'm like, yeah, it was cool to experience it because I hear really good stuff about it. But I don't see it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really see it. What about I don't you? See it. Uh, pretty much the same. Well, mostly the the biggest defense was the uh, was the cut. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was, that was cool. But it was like, I think most people that go there don't smoke cigars. Like they'll do it. Like oh yeah, no, we go get cigars at Havana House. That's the place. But it's kind of like they they do things so that it's like you don't have to. They don't ask you things, yeah. so that you know. Because if if you don't know what you're doing and you ask them like, do you want a punch cut V cut? It'll be like, well, I don't know. Yeah, but so then they'll just do it for you. So yeah. I think that it's mostly for people that don't really aren't really into cigars. cigars. I I get that, but at the same time, I feel like it shouldn't be that much of like a bother to be like like oh well, I don't know what what do people usually get right you know like you shouldn't get upset because people don't know what kind of cut they want you know it, it kind of marries with the service you know like yeah. I feel like at Bo's you know as soon as you walk into the hum- humidor you don't feel hounded but you feel like right. someone's gonna come and ask me right now if, if, if I need help good, you know what you're looking yeah. for. Yeah. And if you say, oh, I'm good, they leave you the fuck alone. Yeah, they're gone. They're like, okay. And I, I hear, at, you know, Havana House, I felt like we were waiting for this guy. Like, uh, your buddy was like, oh, like, come over here, like, waving him down and shit. And there was, there was staff there. Like, one of, a, one of them could have, like, helped. Yeah. 
Yeah. I just feel like, like how you're saying, like, you know, for for the experience of, like, oh, I don't know too much knowledge of cigars or anything like that, it'll be perfect for someone. But as far as, like, you know, I'm not claiming that we know a lot about cigars or anything like that. But, like, for us, we've we've been present. We, we've done the research, and we know what we like. And for someone to, like, uh, not give us that opportunity to be like, yo, let me get that V-cut. Yeah. Like it's a simple ask. Like, oh, how do you want me to cut it? That's true. But that was a terrible experience. Yeah, and I couldn't stay long either. So that kind of yeah, but that was cool. We didn't really miss much. We just went to go drink. Uh, we drank a cocktail at the Guild Hall, and then that was, that was pretty much it. Yeah, but eh, eh, eh. Next time we go to Bose. Next time we just bring our own cigars, you know, just hang out, <laughs> hang out in your garage, you know. Get stung by mosquitoes. <laughs> Did you ever find those uh, M82s or whatever? The M83s. Yeah, whatever the James Hetfield edition. Uh, I didn't buy them, but they they have them. Uh, they sell them online. Yeah, because I recently went to go look for the prices. Sold out, bro. Oh, it's all sold out. Sounds at least, at least my connect. Shit. You know, I I usually shop in two different websites. Uh, Cigar Trader, I think it's called, mm-hmm. and then Fox Cigar, Cigar Fox. I might have to fucking go to Bose and be like, "Yo, can you I guys mean, get some of these." That would be cool if they can, because I want to try it. But it, it's a it's a little bit more of a you know acquired taste from what I hear. Oh really? Yeah, there's the darker ones. Hmm. So it's like really bitter, harsh notes. Have you seen the uh, the uh, any videos on uh, uh, James Hetfield right before he he plays? Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. He's fucking drinking his matcha and. Fucking cigar. Uh, yerba, yerba mate. Sorry, not matcha. Yeah, yerba yeah the, mate. Ma- the Argentinian drink. Yeah, tea. and then a cigar. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that. You've got to be bitter yeah. to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> you got to fucking take a couple fucking Tic Tacs after that because that's just got to be bitter. Yeah. But he's, uh, yeah, he's really into the smoking the cigar. I mean, out of all the things you can be into, cigar is arguably the least of the things. Yeah. But, yeah. That, that was Havana House. Yeah, unfortunately. Bastards. I want to I wanna try the other Bose location. He has two. What is the other one? Uh, Somewhere in... I want to say Gardena or Garden... Gardendale? Garden Ooh. Grove? So, somewhere over there. Near Torrance, I believe. Oh, yeah. We should definitely try it. But yeah, it's smaller. But um, I just want to check it out one of these days just oh, to yeah. see. Oh yeah, that'd be fucking cool. I mean, you can't be Bose. Bose is fucking awesome. I'm yeah. glad as far as cigar lounges, that was my first one. Cause it was like, now everything is like, that's where the bar is. Yeah. And uh, I don't know that it would uh, it will ever be beat. Well, it might be, but for the. For, for the uh, 
what would you call it? for the uh like the memories and just the the time spent and stuff it's just it's just you can't be bose yeah bose is too special now there's this one spot uh, i went to somewhere like in i want to say hollywood area it's a really random spot that we ended up going my cousin and another friend of mine and uh it was a cool like really classy like like fucking oh shit uh feel to it you know yeah. like you walk in and it's like oh do you guys have a membership and we're like oh what you know are you guys members yeah uh so he was like trying to sell us on a membership and i was like ah oh, this is just our we're just driving yeah. around town i was like all right i'll let you guys in uh this time and he gave us a card he's like if Fidelio. you <laughs> If you decide to get a membership, let me know. I'll, yeah. I'll get you guys a discount or whatever. And um, yeah, I remember it was it was awesome because as soon as you walk in to the store, it's super tiny, and they have like displays like uh, cigars and like accessories, lighters and shit like that. And then off to the side, there's a door. It looks like a fucking refrigerator door, like from the same one Carmi was stuck in. Yeah. And then you walk in, and it's like a small hallway, and it's all like fucking cigars everywhere. Yeah. And then past the hallway, there's another little door that leads you out to the lounge, and the lounge opens up, and there's like TVs everywhere, sofas everywhere, Damn. fucking pool table. And then you have your little water station, and it was it was legit, like pretty primo Shit. experience. But I haven't gone back there. I don't even know if it's still open. It was pre-COVID, so I have yeah. to like look it up online. But where'd you say this was? I, like Hollywood area, I want to say. Hollywood, man. I'll have to. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was pretty primo, dude. Like I. I, I, I would like to take you there. It's a really nice experience. That would be awesome. We'll get the membership, bro. <laughs> hey, I'll fucking get the membership, eh? I'm a member, eh? Yeah. I pay for these rights. But yeah. But yeah, Louis, that was pretty good. Good cigars are always worth waiting for. For sure. Yeah, they got my back of my neck a few times already. Well, I guess the mosquitoes are the ones that are guiding this episode. And I <laughs> guess we will have to end it here. It is a minute 54. It's good. Close to two hours. But uh, hopefully we'll be back soon. And we should be back soon. This wasn't too bad. And... Uh, We'll have more things to talk about. I actually want to make a list of uh, default uh, like topics we can just throw in there to talk about. Because I always find shit that's like interesting. And I'll, I'll usually send it to you, but sometimes I forget what I've sent and what I haven't sent. Yeah. So that way next time we have a couple extra things to talk about. But For sure. This has been the Oddfellas Podcast. With your boy uh, Louis Lutre <laughs> Lutre And Rick Hay <laughs> Rick Hay Rick Hay <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, that'll do it for us this time. And we'll be back next time with a fresh set of voices. Maybe less mosquitoes. Goddamn right. I hope so. Otacon. Otacon, I love when you lick my crack. <laughs> Remember, odd fellas never sleep. I thought we were going to stop saying that. Did we? Yeah, I think. What was the new one? I don't remember. We got to pull it up. <laughs> we were talking about, we got really shit face, and we are uh, talking about how. Man, that's true. We're going to have to listen to that episode back. Yeah. All right, well, this is a farewell to all you skip scaps, scallywags, and hoop de hoops. <laughs> have a good night. You do you, and never change. Unless you have to. Right? I don't know. We'll try something new next time. (laughs) (laughs) It has to just come naturally from somewhere. It'll work. We got this. It'll work.